The FT. Here is what you could buy with five billion pounds: three Manchester Uniteds, nine London Olympic stadiums, or the rights to show Premier League football games for three years. That's what Sky and BT decided to do with the money. The UK's two biggest pay TV companies paid five point one billion pounds in an auction that ended yesterday. I am Henry Mance, the FT's media correspondent, and I'm here with Dan Thomas, our telecoms correspondent, to discuss just whether such a huge amount of money can really pay dividends for those companies' bottom lines. Dan, why do these companies feel that spending such a huge amount on football rights is justified? Thanks, Henry. I think first it's worth emphasising how much these companies paid in the auction yesterday. I mean, five billion pounds is a huge increase in the cost of the live rights far more than even the most mildly pessimistic forecasts from analysts. This was an increase of 80% on what those companies had agreed to pay in 2012. Well beyond expectations. And the funny thing is that actually status quo overall has been preserved, but for a much higher price. I mean, this is really a 10-0 thrashing by the Premier League suits who have milked uh, the auction for every last drop of cash they can possibly get out of the two bidders, particularly Sky in this case. And the reason is that Sky in particular has built a business over the past... 20, 25 years, which is around having these very best sports rights. So they believe if you have those rights as a company, people will come and they'll buy other things from you. I think Sky and BT have clearly very different strategies. Sky have, as you say, built an entire business out of these sports rights going back 20 years. They are the home of British football and increasingly European football with the expansion across Italy and Germany. BT are the newcomer to this game and they don't have to play quite as seriously because they use sports as a lure to their broadband packages, the super fast fibre services which BT is investing so much money, billions of pounds every year, in order to build out. For them, the Sky Sports, which they're taking from Sky, have become very much a lovely thing to have, but not necessarily something they need to have. I think that's very much reflected in the prices they paid. So if BT is making that money back on broadband, does it suggest that British households are paying too much for their broadband? Well, there's a very competitive market, and I think you have to look at the bundle here, because ultimately something has to be discounted. In the case of BT, they're discounting the, to the TV rights. In the case of uh, Sky, they're actually discounting the broadband. So as such, it keeps both of them relatively honest in terms of pricing. That could change in the future. The big worry is, actually, that the increase in the cost of the rights this time will very much transform in the pricing strategies of both companies and translate into higher prices for consumers going down the line. Right, so let's look at the cost of the rights. So... If you were to divide that five billion over three years amongst the UK households, about 22 million households in the UK, but if you were to divide that, you'd get to a figure of around £80 per year per British household. But of course, not all households pay for sport or want to pay for sport. And if you were just to take the Sky Sports households, about five million people in the UK pay for Sky Sports, you're looking at an increase of over £100 a year in what those households would have to pay. So that's maybe an increase of 10-20% on what they currently pay. Does that sound sustainable to you? I think it's interesting that analysts are pretty much aligned in the belief that Sky will have to raise prices on the back of this. Sky themselves haven't confirmed that, and they've been talking about cost-cutting and so on. But analysts at, uh, at places like Deutsche Bank really cast a doubt about how effective that cost-saving strategy will be and instead estimate you know, uh, some significant earnings downgrades in the 2017 and 2018 uh, financial years. BT as well, actually, could change their pricing strategy going forward and, again, force the football fans to start paying for so the Premier right. League rights. At the moment, you don't pay a specific 
fee for sports coverage on BT. You pay Not for broadband, BT. high-speed broadband, and you can pay a supplement as well to get their TV package. But they don't charge separately for sport. That could change. If you're a broadband customer currently, you get the two channels they offer effectively for free, although it's bundled into the cost of the broadband. But the thing is, John Petter, the head of the BT consumer arm, told me last night that they hadn't worked out their pricing strategy, which to my mind very much opened the door to potentially charging for these games for the first time. Is there any limit to what people will pay? This is a kind of sports competition which isn't replicable. I mean, you can't substitute this even for the very best drama. You can't say, I'm not going to watch the Premier League. I'm going to watch House of Cards. I'm going to watch Wolf Hall. You can't say, I'm going to watch golf instead. Mm. I mean, this this really opens up the idea that there, there may be no limit. Well, certainly no one's bidding for the darts in such a frantic manner, are they? I mean, the football has a, has a place in the British you know, culture, which is unrivaled, I think. And, you know, the games and the, the superstars we have now in the Premier League are, you know, showing that, you know, people do have a reason to watch it. It's an exciting game still. But at the same time, you've got to think there is a price limit. I'm not sure where that is at the moment. And I guess Sky and BT will, will try and show where they think they can realistically ask consumers to pay for these things. And there's always a chance if the companies don't put a price limit on it, that the regulators come in and decide enough is enough. Mm, very much so. Great. Thanks for joining us. See you next time. For more downloads, go to ft.com forward slash podcasts.